I have loved storytelling for as long as I can remember. There's just something about hearing of one's life that can really encourage, inspire, and resonate with one. We all have a story, and this is a platform to share them. Welcome to With Priscilla, where I have authentic and candid conversations with friends, hearing their story, the good, the bad, and the glory. So join me. Hello, Nareet. Hi, good morning. Oops. Sorry about that. Um, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. And for people who don't know you, you're aka also known as Senigo Eats on Instagram. So you're very popular down here and uh, and throughout anywhere else because I often recommend you to people who are coming into San Diego where they're like, where do I go eat at? Go follow this person, steal her post. You're also known as restaurant social media expert, which is a great side, I guess, project business that you're expanding into, which I think is perfect and makes sense. Um, So how long have you been doing this? So I started San Diego Eats uh, almost eight years ago. I wanted there to be an online space where there were just pictures and I could look at a picture and say, wow, that looks really good. And that's how I would decide on where to go eat because my now husband, then boyfriend would keep asking like, where do you want to go eat? And I would have no idea because if you're looking on Yelp, for example, you have to know what category or what neighborhood. And I just wanted to see a dish and like be excited and go to a restaurant. So I started taking pictures of my food to create this page and it slowly evolved into this giant career that I never thought I would have. Uh, But now I guess I eat for a living. (laughs) Which is the most amazing job. I think anybody would be raising their hands to have that type of job. So you're not from here, correct? Yeah. I grew up in the Bay Area. I came to San Diego State to study marketing and then it's really hard to leave San Diego. So here I am. That's what I hear. It's hard to leave. And your husband? My husband also grew up in the Bay Area and also... Uh, came to San Diego State. He is 12 years older than me, so we did not meet at San Diego State, uh, but we both just couldn't leave the city. And you guys have a family? We have two kids. Yes, two boys, and they're wild and nuts, and also really fun, but wild and nuts. <laughs> and do you often take them with you on your food adventures? Uh, no. No. I try to not take them to restaurants just <laughs> so I could actually enjoy my meal. And then you were sharing earlier how they think your husband has you want to share yeah so my boys my husband is a pilot for delta and uh, i asked my older son who's almost six um, what his mom does for a living and he said you take pictures and videos of food but dad has an actual job because he (laughs) flies planes Um, but whatever it feeds the family so they should be happy (laughs) (laughs) okay so how so you got into shared into this account Mm -hmm. but what was the actual was there actual moment where you're like wow I could really do something with this from your outings with your husband yeah so I started you know going to meals paying for them um like a normal customer uh and then around a thousand followers I got invited to a food truck in a Best Buy parking lot in El Cajon and They gave us free burgers and fries, and we ate on the hood of my Mazda, and I just thought we had made it. That was our (laughs) 
<laughs> celebrity moment. Um, from there, we started realizing that like restaurants were reaching out to us, but also if we wanted to go eat somewhere uh, and promote that place, we could reach out to the restaurant. So it started that way. It was just uh, in trade for food, and we ate out a lot because we had a lot of free time and no kids. And I would capture it. It was just pictures back then. Reels didn't exist. And then I made my first actual money um, doing San Diego Eats while I was in labor with my first kid. Wow. Yeah. Um, two restaurants contacted me while I was in labor. And, you know, I was sitting there for many hours waiting for it to happen. And I realized I couldn't really go out to restaurants anymore because I was about to have a baby. It was around Thanksgiving time. So I messaged them and I said, we're doing a Thanksgiving special. Instead of $50, we'll do a post for $25. Um, and you send us the picture and we'll post it. And so oh, that's smart. first $50, both restaurants said yes, I made during labor. Wow. And that's when I started making money because I realized I had to figure this out without going to restaurants every day. Wow. I love that. Yeah. It took that to kind of just launch yeah. and kind of get you more serious with it. I'm assuming right. too, right? Yeah. Becoming a mom has, uh, made me figure out how to figure stuff out. Of course. Of course. <laughs> There's no other option. And then after that, so then were restaurants just left and right approaching you or were you kind of approaching them saying, Hey, this is what I've been doing so far. Are you interested? Um, honestly, the, when we were doing it like for cheap or just for trade, Mm -hmm. we could eat breakfast, lunch and happy hour and dinner out, but it got to the point where it was just way too much. Um, and there weren't that many accounts in San Diego yet. A lot of, there weren't a lot of food influencers. So we were one of the first accounts to do it and we kept Mm -hmm. getting invited. Um, and slowly, you know, as my audience grew, I started charging uh, and that's just kind of how the business started as an actual business, more than just like a side hobby. Um, and from there, a lot of restaurants started asking me if I managed social media. And so, Three years ago, when I had my second child, I left my corporate job and I signed four accounts uh, so I could make the same money. And I signed up on six month agreements. And then now I'm like at 18 accounts and five employees. So it's grown a lot. I never imagined I would be doing this, but uh, I've discovered a lot of really good food through it. That is amazing. But then eight years. Yeah. Yeah. It's been uh, quite the journey. Never thought I would be doing this ever. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like people strive for this type of job and career path, but they're striving and you kind of just kind of like fell on your lap and then you saw it and you took the initiative and ran with it. So that's really awesome. Yeah. I mean, I think the key is to surround yourself with really smart people. Mm-hmm. Um, two of my biggest inspirations were my past bosses in the corporate world. And I do think going to the corporate world is really important while you work on your side project, because you learn so much about mm-hmm. how to run a company and to meet people that will really inspire you that have already gone through the steps you're trying to go through. And, you know, I had that foundation before I started my own business and I didn't start from scratch because I always had my corporate job to fall back on. That's awesome. I completely agree with you. You can learn a lot. So that that really kind of, I think sh- people who are aspiring, especially young college or even high school mm-hmm. students, 
that's really, I feel important, especially as a mom of a college student, that's really important to hear because I, I've shared with my daughter, you know, you can shoot for your dreams, but if you have an opportunity for a corporate job or yeah. some type of position, you know, job, that would be great to have just to have as your backup and your providing yeah. type job so you can have fun and not be that starving right. type student hustling for this. wants to get rich quick yeah. and become famous overnight and it doesn't work like that mm-hmm. and it's not cheap to live in San Diego. Definitely. Um, so yeah. you need you need to have some sort of income and if you are only relying on your side job without having that income it's going to be extremely stressful mm-hmm. and you're much more likely to give up because you're dependent on it and mm-hmm. you think it's not working because you're not giving it enough time and you know, then you you can never achieve that level of, of your career. But yeah, I mean, we don't live in a city that affords us no income. We, we have to have money to live here. Yeah. Turn on the lights, pay the rent, yes. pay the mortgage, all of that. Okay. So what are your go-to spots? Like you personally not being paid, just you and your husband, you and your kids, family, yes. what are your go-to spots? If so we really love Buena Forqueta and all their restaurants. I love them. So good. I mean, yeah. you, it's just never a bad experience. It's always totally. good. I love the Coronado one. Do yeah. you have a particular one? Um, I like to go to the Point Loma one. Okay, that's a good one. Because my kids can run in the back. Yeah. Um, and not destroy the whole restaurant. <laughs> uh, but that's one of our favorites. Uh, when it's cold out, we love to go to Tajima Ramen. Ooh, um, I need to go there. Oh, it's so good. It's just like a cozy hug in a bowl of delicious flavors oh, it's so love. satisfying um for sushi we love to go to harney sushi and mm. um, there are a lot of really good restaurants mexican food mm-hmm. in san diego and uh, there's a lot of places with great views i mean there are just way too many places to list people ask me all the time like what my <laughs> favorite restaurant is i don't have one i have like a few go-tos but i try so much food and they're there's there's just way too many choices in San Diego. I can imagine. Yeah. And then I feel every year San Diego just gets more and more into the food scene. Yeah. Or is that just to me? Or no, know? literally we have the best chefs moving into the city um, because a lot of the cities have gotten really expensive. A mm-hmm. lot of people have started remote work. A lot of people have moved down to San Diego, which may, for example, be cheaper than the Bay Area. And mm-hmm. a lot of chefs have moved down from the Bay Area or from LA. A lot of chefs came in from New York. Um, and San Diego is so desirable. I know during COVID, we were we received the most amount of people out of any other yeah. city in the country. Because they wanted that free space, beaches, yeah. mountains. Who doesn't want to live here? <laughs> you know? So I think it, you know, it attracts a lot of really great talent. Um, and we're lucky to have all these amazing new restaurants coming in as the city expands. That's wonderful. Um, and then my next question is, what is your typical, because I'm sure people, well, you've seen those Instagrams, those reels of behind the scenes, and you'll see like a husband taking all these pictures, or you'll see people laying on the ground trying to get that shot. Yeah, Kind of true, kind of not true, kind of over-exaggerating. But what is your typical job? So say you're coming in, this is a restaurant right here what, like, what's your steps? So first of all, I don't 
just a lot of people think I just go into the restaurant capture the experience. There's a lot of coordination behind of the course. scenes uh, because we have to be really strategic about what the restaurant wants to promote. Mm-hmm. So that's the first step is figuring out what is it that the restaurant wants to push out to the audience. Um, and then once I go to the restaurant, um, if it's a quick serve thing, it's a little bit of a different experience. But if it's a full seated meal, um, we have to make sure to order the drinks that are going to go with the right food, uh, the the items that they want to push out. Um, and yeah, I have to occasionally stand on chairs. People <laughs> stare, people take pictures. <laughs> I've seen videos of myself that other people have posted. Oh, no. um, I'm the embarrassing person that comes with like a big light to the restaurant, but I have to get the That's right your job. job. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, do you have a sign that says, filming or no no but I have <laughs> thought about doing that um I used to have a sign on my car so that people would see where what restaurants I'm going to oh, and follow nice. me but then people started following me all over the oh. city and like tagging where I was oh, and okay. I'm like okay I have to take this down yeah <laughs> just that is funny though it's yeah. kind of like a Wells Waldo type of thing yeah. but where yeah, but then I would be like at a place I don't want shared yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> like oh I'm here <laughs> How funny. Okay. So do you need, for those, again, aspiring to do what you're doing, do you need a college degree? Okay. If you just want to go into it and like magic happens overnight, no, you don't need a college degree. And in an ideal world, I do think college is really important Mm -hmm. because it happens during a time in your life for most people where you're really developing. And there's so many wrong paths you can take Mm -hmm. during that time. Um, And I think college is really gives you the structure. It's mm-hmm. not necessarily like the statistics I learned in college or like accounting 102 that impacted my life um, or like the philosophy class I took. It's really learning how to have discipline and structure um, and really growing up. I mean, I remember going to college and realizing like, I am here with no parents. Like, <laughs> wow, I can do whatever I want whenever I want to, but it's really hard to stay disciplined when someone's yeah. not constantly reminding you to do that. So I think that's super important in college. And also like you can make so many connections in mm-hmm. college. I still am in touch with a lot of people that I met um, that have either taken a similar career to mine or for example, my accountant is someone that I went to college with. Oh, and that's awesome. Yeah. So, you know, you meet a lot of people, you meet a lot of professors. Um, I've met a lot of professors after college, like continuing my relationship with them because I feel like they have so much insight into the career path I'm on. Maybe it looked different back then, but mm-hmm. there's things that worked in their business that also work in mine. Of so. course. I do think college is really important. It's very expensive. Um, of course, but, but it's valuable. It's, worth it. yeah. it's kind of it's it's expensive, but it's also priceless at the same time. Right. I completely agree. Yes. And what did you what degree did you get? I studied marketing. Marketing? Okay. Yeah. Um I didn't think I would be in the food scene. I had a lot of like <laughs> different internships going. I worked for an investment firm for several years um, out of college. It wasn't that exciting, but I liked the marketing aspect of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, people kept telling me, like, you should be your own boss. You should leave your job. And it is the scariest leave, not having a stable paycheck. Um, But, you know, I worked on my side gig while I had my full-time job. So that was really helpful and provided a lot of security. Well, you were being intentional to help you to be secure. So I think that's the smartest thing, the way you handle it. And you had the opportunity to do that, which is wonderful. Yeah. And um, so what neighborhood 
would you love or highly recommend? Say there's a young couple moving into San Diego or relocating to San Diego, and they're all about coffee shops, just dining out and taking advantage of that youthfulness, no kids type of thing. Or if they even have kids too, because that's like two different uh, zones, you know, family life and then no kid life. What do you recommend? Is there a particular neighborhood you recommend or neighborhoods? Yes. So my younger brother just moved with his girlfriend from LA Mm -hmm. um, to North Park. And when I like to want to feel young, wild and free, (laughs) I go to them um, because they're walking distance to so many great spots. I think North Park offers a lot of that like small business, Mm -hmm. coffee shop, great restaurants and happy hours. Mm place. Um, that's a really great spot for a young couple. If you want to go to North County and like can afford to live in Encinitas, <laughs> um, or in La Jolla, you know, and walk to the beach, I mean, or Del Mar anywhere <laughs> next <laughs> to the ocean, there's a lot of great food, um, and, and a lot of places to go. I mean, San Diego has so much to offer, even in the like suburbia, Carmel Valley area, mm-hmm. there are a lot of restaurants opening up. Um, and it also as far as Carlsbad, I mean, Carlsbad is really developing a lot of great new restaurants are opening there. So there are a lot of places to go. And the good thing about San Diego is we're not LA yet with the traffic. So yeah. even if you live in a central place, that's not necessarily on the beach mm-hmm. or, um, you know, in North County somewhere or North Park, you're like, 20 minutes max mm-hmm. from great restaurants and places to go. Yeah. I think that's the best part of San Diego. We have traffic, but it's nothing compared to LA where yeah. something that should take 30 minutes is taking two hours oh, yeah. at two great. in the morning. <laughs> yeah. All it doesn't matter. 24 hours a day. And yeah. down here it's, it's totally fine. Totally doable. Yeah. So I love that about San Diego. My husband and I, we try to be adventurous and, try new things or we go to our Buena Forchete or main staple places or Cafe Moto or staple Mm -hmm. place for coffee. So for our family, what do you recommend? Like what type of neighborhood? So there are a lot of great neighborhoods for families in San Diego. Um, We lived in Del Cerro for a while, which was great. Mm -hmm. Um, I know a lot of people are also moving up north to Carmel Valley Mm -hmm. because they have great schools and Poway and Scripps Mm -hmm. Ranch. Um, Those are, you know, really great family neighborhoods and they have more family oriented restaurants. One of my favorite restaurants is actually out east, Grand Old Barbecue. Um, It's a great, well, first of all, it has great barbecue, but it's also a great family place. They have live music on the weekends. They have a place for kids to run around. Um, and the food is simple and good and just always delicious barbecue that they smoke there. Oh, I um, love that. I need to go there. Yeah, it, smells, <laughs> it just smells so good when you're driving I'm up. salivating right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Grand Ole Barbecue also has a location in North Park. Oh, yeah. Um, or is it more South Park-ish or no? Yeah, maybe. Okay. Um, but yeah, they, you know, they do their best to be a family friendly restaurant, which Mm -hmm. is really important when you go dine out with your kids, because otherwise you just really are not enjoying your meal. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So what is next for you? I know you're starting your side project of helping businesses with social media, which I think is perfect. Yeah. Um, is it just expanding and growing that or... You're just being open to seeing what kind of plays out. So right now I'm doing a lot of social media management for restaurants. Mm -hmm. Um, My goal is to get into the bigger chains. 
um, that are coming into Southern California. So that's kind of my next step. Mm -hmm. I also launched an online course on how to run social media that's made specifically for restaurants because a lot of restaurants can't afford a social media Mm -hmm. manager or they have their cousin, sister, brother, someone, second owner doing the social media. And most times they're missing out on a lot of potential there. Mm-hmm. Um, so my course is a two-hour online course, and it teaches you everything you need to know about running social media, specifically for restaurants. And I designed it because when I was working for a restaurant group, I was looking for something like that to learn from, yeah. and it just didn't exist. There's a lot of like how to be an influencer mm-hmm. courses, but nothing specifically for restaurants. So my online course um, is is there to really teach people how to do it because it's something that takes a long time to figure out and you can either spend eight years figuring it out or you can watch a tutorial for two hours. Which I think is a great investment to do. Yeah. It's helped a lot of restaurants locally. Um, also, any restaurant that purchases the course gets a feature on San Diego East, which is just oh, an extra bonus for wonderful. them um, to be exposed to thousands of people in, locally in their own city. That's wonderful. I love that. Okay. So we're going to do, I always close it off with okay. some rapid questions. Sure. Fun. Okay. So go to meal. Is it dining out or home cooked? Home cooked. I love that. Is that insane for a food blogger? No. Yeah. I, I go out to eat so much that I just like crave home cooking and I really try not to go out to eat during the week. Uh, because I like want to balance it out mm-hmm. with home cooked stuff. And like, even for Mother's Day, my husband last year was like, where do you want to go? I'm like, I just want to be home. Oh, I love that. So home cooked. I love Although that. I love going out occasionally. Yeah. And I actually love going out when I don't have to film. Oh, I love, like, cause then you're not under pressure yeah, working. It's such you a just treat. get to enjoy. And like everyone around me is taking pictures and videos of their food. And I'm like, nope, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I love that. Okay. So. Pizza. This is like an ongoing debate. I don't know if you've heard of it. Pineapple on pizza or not? Zero pineapple. (laughs) I don't think pineapple belongs on a pizza. I mean, I understand the sweet and salty combination, but I don't think pineapple belongs on a pizza. (laughs) Okay. So here is one or the other. Would you rather have free groceries to make your homemade meals or free Michelin dishes for a year? So you can Three get Michelin dishes. Yeah, I'm right. not making those up. So <laughs> someone better bring them. <laughs> I heard there's a new Michelin star in North County. I think it's Latin cuisine. It's a small little place. I don't know where I saw that. It was like an article I read. Oh. I'll have to find it and share there. it with you. Yeah. But that's very cool for San Diego. Okay, so what do you have a bucket list as far as restaurants? Outside of San Diego, in San Diego, do you have like a bucket list of places that you haven't done, but is up there to do? Yeah, there are a lot of restaurants in San Diego that don't work with influencers and that I just haven't visited. Uh, Waverly is one of them. Um, There are Kingfisher I'm actually going to next week. I just went to Lineshare, which was very good. Um, So, yeah, there are definitely restaurants that I want to go to. I just went to the Del Mar Fest, which was the most amazing food event I've ever been to. Wow. Yeah, and I met so many restaurants. I mean, got introduced to so many restaurants through that event. I mean, my list is is really growing. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, in between all the... It has to be a special occasion for me to go out to eat. I don't really 
there's only it sounds glamorous to go out to restaurants all the time, but it's it's a lot of work and it's a lot mm-hmm. of food and it's a lot of calories and it's a lot of drinking. So do you balance it out? Do you have like a workout routine or yes, <laughs> yes because I should be six hundred and fifty pounds. <laughs> and you're very petite. I'm tr- well. First of all, I have my kids to run after. That's true. Um, but I, when I am at home, I eat very clean because I make up for that. In of the course. Um, and I do a lot of hot yoga. Oh, nice. That's my thing. I love that. Yeah. Sweet or savory? Definitely savory. Definitely savory. Sweet gets way too sweet. Mm-hmm. I've also changed my like lifestyle a lot where I normally would go for a donut and now it's like has to be a very special day for me to go for a donut I mean don't get me wrong I'll take a bite of the donut of course but for me to eat a whole donut is like a special occasion yeah which I used to eat whole donuts and waffles every single day in college <laughs> and I was very overweight but I think that so. was that's a lot of college students <laughs> yeah I was extremely overweight so so, Those days are over, but definitely like savory a French fry. Like I really love fried, delicious, salty foods as unhealthy as they are. They're so good. <laughs> Sushi or tacos? <laughs> it really depends on the day, but I would have to say sushi. I'm a little bit tacoed out yeah. because there are so many Mexican restaurants there in are. San Diego. I love tacos, don't get me wrong, yeah. but I cannot look at another taco for like a few months. I need to take breaks in between the tacos. There are. There's a ton. It's like New York has, their taco stands are pizzas. Right. Over here, right. it's tacos. Yeah, it's bagels or pizza in New York, and here it's tacos. Yeah. And it's like, there are days where I definitely go for a taco, but I just need to take a break. So she's a, a little bit more cleaner. Yeah, lighter. I mean, listen, if I ate sushi every day, I also would take a break. Of course, yeah, of course, all. of course. Well, Narit, I yeah. thank you so much for being with me today. And for those who want to follow you who aren't already already following you, what are your handles? My handles are San Diego Eats and Strategy Sauce Social is the one that teaches social media for restaurants. So thank you so much for coming here. I really appreciate it. I hope you have a great day. Thanks, you too. Thanks. Thanks for listening and joining me. I hope you found something of value in this episode. Be sure to like and subscribe so you never miss out. Until next time, I hope you have the most beautiful day. God bless.